Salwate to Skibbly. Welcome again to another episode of Latin and Layman's, where your boy here, Mr. Connerly, is going to go over some grammar for today. Uh, that being hic, ile, and iste, which are demonstrative pronouns referring to English words like this and that, which um, basically point at something, right? They're often used as adjectives as in this book or that tree or, um, you know, you get the point. In English, demonstrative pronouns, it's a hard word to say for me, take a different form in the plural, though. Okay, so listen up. Also, what I realized, a little tick that I have is I say, okay, a lot as I shift from idea or concept to concept. Okay, so I'm going to try and work on not doing that, but we'll see. I mean, maybe it's just kind of like a little tick that will keep, whatever. So this becomes these in the plural. That becomes those in the plural, making them one of those few English adjective forms which are pretty much different in the singular and plural, okay? Not a lot are like that in English, but these demonstrative pronouns are. Though at heart there are adjectives, because they are so often stand alone, it's almost better to consider them as pronouns. That's why, I, why we call them demonstrative pronouns. Um, for those of us that need a refresher, a pronoun is a part of speech. It is usually a small word which represents and stands in place of a noun. For instance, we were looking for a house to buy and we found it, okay? It represents and stands in the place of the new house, right? We also stands in place of just a plural amount of eyes, right? That's we equals first person plural. Um, so we don't have a specification on who we are, but we could be a multiple amount of people, including the speaker themselves. Uh, pronouns are some of the most useful forms in language. They allow us to not have to repeat a noun every time uh, when we have to mention it or when we want to mention it. So demonstratives can function as pronouns as well as adjectives. So for instance, you can say, let's move there. That's a good idea. In the second sentence, the demonstrative form that functions as a pronoun because it represents and stands in place of an idea of moving there. Do you understand? We'll get into it more. So demonstratives can serve as either adjectives when they modify a noun or pronouns when they stand alone. Here's one idea expressed both ways. I like that thing where that is an adjective modifying thing, or you could just say, I like that, in which case that is a pronoun representing and standing in place of that thing. I hope I'm getting this point across. They're kind of interesting, but I mean, you know, we don't, this is what I tell my students. It, we, Latin is allowing us to think more critically about the speech that we engage in on a day-to-day -day basis. So it's a really cool concept when you think about it because you're just kind of diving into something that you already do uh, kind of uh, involuntarily. So uh, we're just, we remember, we kind of just started to speak and then we've built on speaking and then we kind of just build and build and build and build and build. And I don't think about speaking while I'm speaking now, right? Blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, um, 
you know what, we can look deeper into that. And then when we critically understand how we speak, why we're speaking in the way that we do, um, we can really manipulate that and uh, kind of command it in a awesome way. So enough with my side rant. If you haven't seen this um, already for yourself, uh, another way to look at this pronoun usage of like, you know, the when I said I like that thing where that can basically, it's an adjective modifying that thing or the thing. So you could just say I like that. So going back into what I was saying before, another way to look at this pronoun usage is that the demonstrative pronoun is serving as a substantive, a substantive, as I'm sure you remember me going over in a prior episode, I think way, way, way back. I need to touch upon that again, but substantives are just adjectival nouns, basically. They're adjectives which function as nouns. And um, do you remember where Latin substantives get their substance? That's right, from their gender. So English pronouns are the the only place where there's anything corresponding to that practice in our language. Okay, so there's another... Okay, okay. So our pronouns are, in fact, archaic forms retaining grammatical information which our nouns and adjectives have long lost. Think about it. For instance, gender, he, she, it, number I versus we, you versus y'all, he, she, it versus they, and even case. He is nominative, his is genitive, him is accusative, she is nominative, hers genitive, and accusative. Um, It is nominative and accusative. It's genitive, without the ticky mark S, remember. There's a fascinating deal here. Very, very small detail. Notice that he has an accusative form, which is him. She has an accusative form, which is her, but it does not have a distinctive accusative form. It serves as both the nominative and accusative, and that's because neuter, nominative, and accusatives are always the same. (gasps) Mic drop. Um... Have I not mentioned that before in the past? Because uh, you sure have heard me. And that's why it's a great way to remember um, the uh, formation of declensions. So that the neuter, nominative, and accusative forms are always the same. So just like Latin, English is an Indo-European language. So inherited the same, it inherited the same tendencies Latin did. And that's why English doesn't have a special neuter accusative form. Ain't that kind of cool to tie that back? Our demonstratives retain archaic forms too, with number, for instance, as we noted before. This versus these, that versus those. The distinction, wow, the distinction between the singular and plural forms is a relic of the way that English used to treat all adjectives, in fact, which raises an important principle, I think. The more common a word, uh, the more likely it is to exhibit irregular forms for the very simple reason that common words are heard more often and thus can be and can support irregularity uh, because uh, you hear it more often and it gets, gets ingrained in you and all that good stuff. So, for example, we English speakers hear do, does, did, done every day, which means that verb form can afford to be irregular. 
as can have, has, had, but not like words like mitigate or incapacitate, right? They're simply not used enough to support the irregularity like those other words that I mentioned prior did. Um, the same holds true for Latin pronouns as many Latin pronoun forms exhibit archaic elements because they were so often used. For instance, um, the genitive singular of many pronoun forms is I-U-S, an archaic form. Likewise, an archaic derivative dative singular I ending is often seen. Okay, so the neuter, nominative, and accusative singular of several, pro several pronouns ends with D, another relic of Latin's linguistic past, as it is the didactic. Dietetic. No, I forget how to pronounce that word. Whatever. Marker um, of a very old and widespread form. I forget what kind of marker it is. I don't really focus on that kind of stuff. Um, found in the Indo-European languages. So a K sound often spelt with a C appended to the end of a word to indicate that the speaker is pointing at something, right? So um, bearing all these archaic forms in mind uh, really can help memorizing what might seem otherwise very irregular in form. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you percolate with that for a hot second. And then we're going to come back and we're going to go over those demonstrative pronouns. We're going to go over the singulars and we're going to go over the plurals, right? Hick, hike, hawk, and then ile, ila, ilu. Okay, so... Um, Alrighty, and we're back. So we're going to go over those uh, forms now, uh, bearing in mind all of those little like linguistic uh, Easter eggs to, to think about and help memorization. So for the singular, we have hick, hike, hock. And we're going to go from singular, we're going to go down nominative, generative, dative, accusative, and ablative. I'll put these in the, the notes as well for you guys to look back and refer to. But I also urge you to... Um, Maybe pull it up if you're in front of a screen of some sort and follow along with me as we go hick, hike, hock, hues, 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 <laughs> quick, 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 hunk, hock, 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 and then in the plural, hi, hike, hike, horm, 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 he's, 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 hos, has, hike, and he's, he's, he's. I'm not the best with pronunciation, but don't add me, please. Closely related to, but not, uh, but meaning the opposite of hik is ile, ila, and ilid, meaning that or those. As a pronoun, it shares many forms with hik, but let's go over them. Same form, going from nominative down to ablative, singular, and then plural. Ile, ila, ilid, ilius, 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 ili, 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 ilium, ilia, iliud. Ilio, Ilia, Ilio, Ili, Iliai, Ilia, Iliorum, Iliarum, Iliorum. As you can tell, that's always the genitive because it sounds like the genitive because it's so weird. Ilis, 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 Ilius, Ilias, Ilia, and Ilis, Ilis, Ilis. Just as with hick, the masculine nominative singular, Ile is irregular. And also, just like hick, Ile exhibits the IUS archaic genitive singular ending and the archaic the I archaic dative singular ending. But note that unlike the hick, nowhere does Eli have that, um, that marker where that C is. 
Well, not at least in classical Latin. In earlier Latin, it does, but uh, ille does not, or does show an archaic form that Hick lost. That is the D in the neuter nominative and accusative pro uh, producing that form ille. Outside of that, all the other forms of ille, illa, ille follow the irregular pattern of the first and second declension adjectives, if, if you remember, right? Including the mandatory long mark and the ablative singular feminine, which I don't really stress with my students now, but if you're going on into Latin later on, you need to know those macrons and the distinguishing between um, the mandatory long mark uh, in order to understand between the nominative and ablative singulars. Um, so, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Where was I? All right. So, um, oh, so Latin had another way of saying that as well. There's one more. It's iste, ista, and istud. This pronoun shows stronger pointing than uh, ile. So it's more mm, like a. Like, it, I, I, it's hard to understand. Or when Italians of any century are pointing at something, it can never be good. Let's just say it like that, all right? So, iste, esta, estud was often associated in ancient uh, society with condemnation. So, that way, my, uh, the way, rather, my Latin teacher taught me to translate iste was to say, that grr, man. So I pass on that tradition to you if you so uh, so do want to, if that was English. Iste means that girl, somebody, because you want to like emphasize that condemnation like the mother. All right, I'm done. And note that Iste declines in exactly the same way as Ile, Ela, Ile. That's why I'm not going to go over it because I don't like the recitation as much. I like to just talk about the grammar and all that good stuff. So including that and the generative singular I-U-S and the dative singular I archaic endings, with which you should be f familiar with by now. Thank you again, everybody. I want to uh, thank you all. Also, if you got this far, please, if so, go to Apple Podcasts, look up Latin and Layman, scroll down to the bottom where you can leave me a review and uh, let me know what you think. I would love some honest reviews and or just support in general. Help me out ever in my favor. But uh, you know what? Appreciate y'all. And, uh, well, I would have to say tempus est discetere.